0: God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Season 2. I'm your host, Dennis Stobbin. Thanks for joining me. A lot has passed since I began this podcast a year ago. Hopefully, we have all grown in our walk with the Lord and in understanding who we are before Him. To recognize our core identity as His beloved children in whom He is well pleased is paramount to the victory over our past. We live from his love, not to his love. I have endeavored in this podcast to help us all think about what we're thinking about. Today I want to revisit the foundation of our study, the truth that yesterday has ended, and our yesterday ended with it, and we can start anew. All our sins have been paid for and wiped away. Would you like to live as a new creation whose old things have passed away? and behold, all things are become new, then please join me and give a listen. I am preparing this in advance for the new year, which starts in four days. January 1st will mark the beginning of 2022, while December 31st marks the end of 2021. There is a beginning and there is an end. Recognizing these moments helps bring organization to our lives. From a physical point of view, we are linear creatures. We have a beginning, and one day we will have an end. There's a long line, our lifeline, that stretches between these two points. All those elements in between make up the sum of who we are to one degree. They are the sum of our experience but they do not necessarily show the sum of who we are, for that goes beyond the tickings of a clock or the pages of a calendar. For in truth, we are eternal beings. We are beloved children of God in whom he is well pleased. God inhabits eternity. He sees all time in one moment, so to speak. For us, with our linear lives... We can only be in one place at a time. And we must choose where we are. Unfortunately, at times we choose to relive our past and not recognize the freedom that we have to live in the present. Our past need not define us. We must learn that yesterday ended and we can lay it to rest. I am now free to become who I am now, free. Because yesterday ended and my yesterday ended with it. And the lie of the box was unpacked. No walls or barriers box me. The truth about me is about me to hold me up. So no longer is there a hold up to becoming who I am now, free. Chains broken and chains abandoned. Freedom acquired and freedom retained. The ability to walk and not be blocked has been given to me. This is the way I lay it to rest. Yesterday ended. Words spoken and words believed, my heart awoke and my heart agreed that the ability to dance and have a new chance has been given to me. This is the way I lay it to rest, yesterday ended. Lies exposed and lies deposed, trauma's healed and trauma's forgotten. The ability to rejoice and hear his voice has been given to me. This is the way I lay it to rest, yesterday ended. I lay it to rest, yesterday ended. And I stay in his rest, yesterday ended. And I lean on his chest, yesterday ended. And I pray for his best, yesterday ended. I am now free to become who I am now, free. The first part of this poem was written back on the 22nd of May, 2018. The poem stemmed from the first line, I am now free to become who I am now, free. This line sets out my true identity. I am now free. The reality of what Jesus Christ accomplished when he died on the cross must be forefront in our hearts and accepted. It is finished. It is finished forms the greatest single phrase in all language. The price of redemption of mankind has been paid by the blood and suffering of Jesus He is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Therefore, I am now free. I am now free to become who I am now, free. What Christ has done has been to invite us into salvation and reconciliation with the Father. It is our job, our response to the invitation, to believe and receive and live in that truth. I am perfect in the sight of the Father because of the blood of Jesus. I am cleansed by the blood, but many times in my life I have lived in doubt, worry, and fear. I have, by my actions, denied that I am now free. I lived with haunting words that kept me trapped in unbelief. Those haunting words were lies, but for years I listened to them. What are you listening to? What words define who you are? What words bring forth your behavior? Do you really believe that you are now free to become all that Christ has made you, which is free? Once a bill has been paid, it should be stamped null and void. Our past, our yesterday, has passed away. Our past is now null and void. The moment on the cross when Christ freely gave his life for us changed the course of human history. He paid the price that we never could have and never will be able to. So let me give you some advice. Quit trying to pay for your own sin through any penance or good works or behavior modification. Because of the cross, instead of being separated from God, we all came into his presence in all of its fullness and intimacy. Jesus Christ accepted the sin of us all upon himself so that he could ultimately bring us into that perfect relationship again. Better than what Adam and Eve had, for now we are children by birth through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We truly are a new creation in Christ, and old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Learning to identify the lies that have kept us confined is key to our success to move forward. If the truth sets us free, then lies imprison us. So the lie of the box must be revealed. Through study, through prayer, through meditation, through worship, we must listen to the voice of the Lord showing us where we have been tricked. He is waiting to reveal his heart and love to us. He is the God of the impossible. Nothing that has been done to us or that we have done can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. There should be nothing that is a confinement or barricade to our growth. We do not live outside the box. We have come to realize that there is no box. Ephesians 6 speaks of the armor of God. One of the first pieces of armor is to have our loins girt about with truth. Our loins are the center of movement and power in the human body. Our strength comes from our loins. The strength of a wrestler or a martial artist comes from the loins. We are instructed to have loins girt about with truth. Truth gives us strength. Truth is what frees us. Of all the counseling I have ever had, the greatest is the type that helps me rebuild my brain with the truth of God's word. All counseling and therapy must eventually come to expose what we are thinking about ourselves. What is our mindset? What are the foundational principles from which we believe and behave? Truth should be that which sets our beliefs. Beliefs should be what motivates our behavior, and our behavior then determines our emotion. But all too often we live in reverse, where our emotions determine our behavior And our behavior determines our beliefs. And instead of having a perception of the truth, we have deception. When I allow myself to think that I am a sinner and that I am tainted and that God doesn't love me, I am denying the work of Jesus. I hate when I do that. We need to come into the belief of our core identity as beloved children in whom God is already well-pleased. Then we are freed from a religious, performance-based relationship with God. From a performance point of view, we will never be worthy enough to stand in his presence. It is only by the blood of Jesus that we have a right to approach the throne of grace and be in the presence of the Father. Jesus brought us into the family. You are a child, not a servant. The prodigal son tried to relinquish his sonship because his behavior had been bad. He was willing to be identified solely as a servant, but the father would not allow it. He accepted his son back fully and reinstated him in the family. You are God's child, his beloved child in whom he is well pleased. The work of Jesus is the truth. Our work should flow out of the realization of God's love for us. We're not doing it to obtain his love, but because we already are loved. Our stumbling comes when we look at ourselves instead of keeping our eyes upon Jesus and the Father. And we have an ever-present enemy who endeavors to whisper in our ears that we're not doing it right, or we're not doing it enough, or we're not doing it at all. I tend to hold an image in my mind that I am a three-year-old little boy who is innocent of the ways of the world and is totally dependent upon his father. I am his beloved son in whom he is well pleased, not because I've done something. I'm three years old. What can I do? I rest in my father's arms and look to my big brother Jesus to show me how to walk with the father. The emphasis shifts off of me, and my deeds, and totally unto Jesus and the Father. The lives of our past endeavor to cripple us from being able to walk with the Father. They block us from seeing the truth of an already perfect relationship. As the Father walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day in the garden, the Father wants to walk with us. He created all that we know so that we could know him and come to love him and beloved by Him, God's love has been and will always be the motivating factor for His actions. God so loved that He gave, and He hasn't stopped giving or loving. We must come to realize we have been given a chance to dance and to rejoice and hear His voice. Our past does not define us; the truths of God's Word defines us. We are His children, and as such, we are holy called saints. He has poured his spirit upon us and given us a new birth, a new life. The word of God is our sword. We must use it to defend ourselves from the lies of our past. How much of God's word do you have stored within your heart? Are you quick to respond to the challenges with the truth, or do you allow the haunting and taunting words of your past to move you away from the Father and his Son, Jesus? When a doubt arises, do we take that lie and bring it into the obedience of Christ? We cannot allow ourselves to become complacent. Do not be conformed to the schemes of this world. We must fight with the light of truth. We must resist our enemy, and then he will flee. As I have said before, God can deliver us from our enemies, but not our friends. The choice is ours. We can live in the past, or we can live now. You are now free to become who you are now, free. This episode begins a second season that I pray will continue to bring you keys to living in freedom. The truth of 2 Corinthians 5.17, that we are in Christ and therefore a new creation, old things are passed away, Behold, all things are become new, is the theme of my podcast, and it should be the theme of our lives. Our past has passed away, just as 2021 is now passing away. Perhaps it's time for us all to do those wonderful New Year's resolutions. Let us resolve to walk free from the past. Let us resolve to walk as a beloved child of God. Let us resolve to be loosed from doubt, worry, and fear. Let us resolve to establish new habits of worship and prayer and meditation and reading of the scripture. Let us resolve to be hungry for the things of God and not let the appetites of this world control us. One thing I have resolved for this new year is to expand my territory by porting the audio of my podcast onto YouTube. I also want to post my poems on Instagram Please keep these things in your prayers, and as always, if you have a prayer request, I would love to pray with you. You can contact me through my email at dmdobbin at sbcglobal.net. Also, you can join me on my Facebook page, Yesterday Ended. God bless you, and welcome to the Kingdom of God unfolding in 2022.